Hello and welcome to Hey Art, What's Good? We are a podcast based in the northeast of England where I like to see what's good with art. My name's Alice. My name's Rosie. And we've got some guests today. Would you like to introduce yourselves and tell what it is you do? I'm Katie Hickman. I'm creator of Performance and Public Programme at Baltic. Hi, I'm Emily Holmes. I'm the Programme Assistant at Baltic. Hey. And it's great to have you here. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. Like, it's been, I think I'm really excited that we're about to talk about the exhibition we're about to talk about because we've all been without art for so long, like in the flesh, rather. I mean, we've all been around art, hopefully. (laughs) But this exhibition is next level cool. So that is our word of choice on Hey Art, What's Good? It is. (laughs) So... Before we dive in, let's check in with each other. What is good with you, Katie? Um, today was the announcement that um, the rules are going to be slightly relaxed in Scotland. So I will get to visit my family for the first time in 11 months. Oh. So hopefully at the end of the month, I will get to, end of May, I will get to go and visit my family and hug my mum. Oh, that is so good. So yeah, so that's what I'm looking forward to. A good news. Oh, that's great. Oh, Emily, what about you? So this is uh, something from yesterday because I've not left the house today. <laughs> home. But um, I went to. I'm in Durham at the minute, and I went to Hoffman Woods, uh, and the bluebells are out, and they're so gorgeous. So. Oh, lovely. Yeah, simple pleasures. Sure coming out, but they're at the best at the minute, so it's really nice. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, yeah, I want to. I love a good nature walk, but the weather's been abysmal mm-hmm. <laughs> this past week. So, almond, <laughs> <laughs> Rosie, what about you? What's good with you? Well, I want to apologise to the listeners if I'm a bit bunged up because I'm like a little bit full of cold. That is what is not good. But what <laughs> is good <laughs> is that. I've spent all day doing art and like art related things and I haven't had a day like this for weeks and weeks Ooh. so I don't know if I've had a bit of a breakthrough or I don't know what's going on but I woke up and I was just like straight in the studio cup of coffee did two lino cuts today oh, damn. And, like after recording I'm gonna do some printing so just feeling really motivated like even though I'm like really sickly so it's it's an interesting combination. So <laughs> motivating, I'm infirmed. <laughs> you know, you got to work with what you got. You know. <laughs> I will lush. Nice, productive, lovely day. I try. My good thing for the benefit of you guys on video chat. I don't know if you can see behind us. There's a bike. It's very dark back there. But I recently got a new bike, and I had a. a good old tootle around on Sunday with my sister and just great it's a road bike which I haven't had before and like those things are fast um I've grown up I know got, got my big girl bike bought new and everything <laughs> <laughs> rare turn of events someone had a bike in stock <laughs> but yeah all good now all that's out the way I got some art <laughs> all that nonsense yeah <laughs> Well, um, we've got Emily and Katie here from the Baltic to have a chat about one of the exhibitions that's on at Baltic. It is the Open Submission, I want to say is what it's called. It is called that, that's right. 
perfect. Ooh, I, I <laughs> wow. did read before this, and it's I like we've went never to even... see it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a flying start. <laughs> it's been a day. Um, but I want to ask, because uh, Katie, you are the curator. You create, helped curate this. So I was wondering if you could tell a little bit about what the exhibition is, how it came about, and just generally, what is it? Yeah, so um, it is kind of what it says in the tin, an open submission exhibition. So um, it came about during the first lockdown. Um, So obviously a lot of institutions had to close their doors like us and we had a conversation, well, several conversations about shifting programme and what we would be able to do, what we might be able to do. there was planned program that had to be delayed so we found ourselves having a little um gap in the in the program that we you know we were having lots of conversations about how to help artists locally and what we could do locally and um we thought about an open submission which we've been discussing probably for a long time actually and this seemed just like the ideal opportunity to do something that um, would speak to a lot of the activity that was happening in terms of on social media, people sharing things they were making, um, using material they had in the house and finding, I mean, people finding finding having themselves having more time to make as well. So um, we worked with three artists, um, Padma Rao, Lady Kit and Richard Bliss um, to select um, works. They basically, there was an online platform that you could submit to. There was no restrictions apart from size restrictions, which when you go and visit the exhibition, you'll realise weren't necessarily completely adhered to. There's always a, there's always a note to self of, of learning and one of them is to put, um, to put sizes on the application form um but we tried to make it really accessible and um not put too kind of heavy an onus on applying as well so that it was easy and there was no like age restrictions or anything like that or um restrictions about content um so we had like 540 applications and emily did an incredible (laughs) job of keeping on top of us all in terms of our short listening process so yeah so we all kind of selected a number of works across different um media so we kind of looked at the media and wanted to make sure we had the kind of breadth of practice and um then we had how, how many do we have four meetings i think emily yeah i think we just had the, the four sessions and we uh, looked at different media in each session um, and then had one at the end to sort of bring it all together so make sure it was a good selection yeah yeah and it's um yeah it was great because there were there were so many artists that you know I have I've lived in Newcastle for over a decade and you know feel very part of the arts community but it was great in terms of um finding new artists that working in their homes or you know have have a practice but don't necessarily show publicly um, mm. and that's been incredible to kind of meet a whole new community of artists um well not physically meet mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, best we can yeah <laughs> yeah um and then they 
Um, well, originally, actually, we were going to have the exhibition at Baltic 39, but considering the kind of volume of works that had been submitted and um, we really felt that it belonged in the heart of Baltic, so we were fortunate to move it there mm-hmm. to ground floor gallery. Oh, I'm so glad that that, that ended up happening because I think it would have been a totally different vibe if it had been in the other galleries. So yeah. that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of the things was... Um, Gemma, our um, technician, was incredible because we had to. Um, she had planned out everything in terms of how many works we would be able to physically fit. And oh, then no. I, I redid because because the ground floor gallery in Baltic is actually smaller than the Baltic Thirty Nine gallery. So yeah, we had a very yeah she had to do a very quick task <laughs> to check actually possible. Um, and yeah, an incredible amount of work she can fit in the ground floor gallery. It turns yeah, out. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. It's like a, a good challenge to see like how much could we actually cram in here while it's yeah. still looking <laughs> like a cohesive collection of work, you know? <laughs> so mission accomplished, guys. Well done. <laughs> yeah, you're one yeah, you're one of the very few people who have actually been able to see the exhibition. And I am honoured. <laughs> like, this is something I am going to brag about at the pub forever. <laughs> this is going to give me, like, a street cred with art people, I hope. <laughs> it's all I want, acceptance. <laughs> I hope you all want. Yeah, please. <laughs> now, I, I don't know if this is right. Am I right in thinking that this is, like, a little bit different from, like, maybe the Baltic's usual remit like I feel like the Baltic normally looks at a lot more like international art and I haven't seen much kind of in the main Baltic reflecting like maybe like UK or like northern artists as much so like I feel like this is like a revelation. Yeah I mean there's definitely there's been shows before that we've worked with artists based in the region and nationally Mm. um yeah, but we do. Yeah, we do have an international. You know, that's part of our funding is also to be an international. Absolutely, yeah. Um, art gallery. Um, but I think there's definitely been a shift in the past five years in terms of um supporting practice locally. Um, and but this is this is um definitely opened up. Um, yeah, access for people to show their work, and I think. That's something I've been completely humbled by is um, artist reaction to being part of it and feeling um, and what what it means for the visibility of their practice to have their work within that building. I think that yeah. that's mm-hmm. a really humbling thing to feel and a huge huge responsibility that we have for that you know for that building. Imagine, yeah, a lot to a lot of people and um, this is people's hopes and dreams, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's um yeah, and it feels you know, I think I I talk a lot about in terms of value, in terms of what what's valued and who, who gets to decide what's valued and, and in terms of access. So, you know, if you only show work by artists that have gone through an art school education, what does that mean? Because what what does that mean in terms of access and who who, who can access, you know, an arts education? Mm-hmm. Um so I think it feels like within the open exhibition there are all those questions and um questions about value systems that we put we put in place when it comes to contemporary art which I think is exciting to yeah oh yeah definitely 
Yeah, and it's kind of uh, echoing what you said was saying before, like it's a great opportunity to kind of explore what artists are doing in the area that you haven't like might not have seen before or heard about before. And at the exact same time, I love going around it's like, oh, I recognize who did that, and oh, I recognize who did that. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. just great. <laughs> and then some surprises because I'd seen it advertised, and I've seen like yo, know, there's some great advertising on the metro where it's literally just artwork as adverts, mm-hmm. which I think. Yeah, love be more that. Big fun. generally yeah 10 out of 10 and um, that is like art my most recent art thought in my personal practice is just the the phrase art everywhere please and that is like that's how it should be like just like a little bit of art but everywhere <laughs> yeah. using advertising spaces yeah and that, yeah, that came from a um uh a conversation uh, with our director, Sarah, um, who was, you know, really conscious that our building was closed and that people weren't able to leave their local areas and how did we get this work out into the streets? And so, yeah, it's still ongoing. So we've had buses and, um, yeah, metros and um, we've got um, new installations up on Trinity Square and in the Biker Metro as well and in the Gateshead Interchange as well so there's it's called Open Out so that's the kind of the works that you'll see out and about in the city which will kind of continue um continue on as well throughout the exhibition opening. It's been great it's been because I mean I hope we can encourage our listeners to like go and like go actually to the exhibition but it is online as well and honestly if you follow us and you follow the artists we talk about like you will have you will have seen this work and it's I don't know when you go it's like you see you're seeing an old friend or a new friend that you've never met in person before because that's the state of the world we're in right now (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah actually I'd love to let's dive into some like artworks if that's okay because I think this links in really nicely with one of my favorite pieces. So disclaimer, we are not going to be able to talk about all the artworks. And as usual on Hey Art, What's Good, we're, like, we're going to talk about like honorable mentions, standout pieces. But this isn't to say that this is like the best work or that the work we're going to talk about is better than the work we can't talk about because that's not how art works. So <laughs> we're just going to talk about the things that popped out, I guess. And speaking of friends we made and haven't met yet, one of the artworks that stood out to me was by one of my new internet friends (laughs) that I literally made over lockdown. It's Minty Joette who did the beautiful brown ale logo, but embroidered with like glass beads. And instead of like brown ale, it says like Geordie's Against Racism. Mm -hmm. When I flicked through, because there's like a hefty, hefty book full of information with like all the artist statements and things. When I saw her name, I like actually freaked out. And it, it was like everything came together. Do you know, like? I remember an audible gasp, I yeah. think. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I know this. I'm sure I've seen this. Or like, oh, it looks familiar. Like, well, okay, cool. <laughs> so I don't know, like it's, I think it's a fun exhibition for like, yeah, I don't know I feel like you'll probably come across some artwork that you know or there'll be just something that really like pops out there's just so much so it's yeah like meeting friends mm-hmm. <laughs> we had a lot of really lovely textile works actually it's one of the we were expecting a lot of paintings and sculptures but 
yeah, lots of really lovely textiles in that one. It's really nice. That is one of the things I noticed straight away and so varied as well. So I don't know if textile art brings up like a certain image in someone's head, like a embroidery or like dyeing or things like that. But like it's truly like a full spectrum of like different types, different approaches to textiles. And I wonder if it's, as we were saying, like a reflection of lockdown and kind of what people had on hand is it like a new way people are spending their time? Because I think we all picked up a couple more hobbies over the past year than we had previously. Um, but then I also wonder, do we just have like a, like have we got a fondness for this sort of craft side of things? Because that's what we, what's all been keeping us sane over <laughs> the last year. So like, I wonder if it's like people are drawn to this like DIY element more so than we would have been if this was in 2018 you know mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah it's interesting it's, um I, I was I was being a what I coined the, a pandemic cushion during lockdown that I've still not finished you know I've got, you know, I've got quite a few half finished projects that are or two-thirds finished projects but um, very natural <laughs> yeah but the kind of um craft I think I you know I I used to do like cross stitch as a kid and like paper cutouts and things like that. So I think that's always that's always been there for me. And but there was something about being locked down where I was where I wanted to revisit that definitely and start making. I d- I don't know about other people, but I have over the years just collected loads of material that I just Ooh. yeah. I mean um, yeah. Um, Everyone has their thing totally I think mine's ceramics um, like I just collect like I just it's tiles in particular me. but like I totally know what you mean like there's some craft elements that you're just like drawn to um yeah absolutely yeah. I mean I, yeah I, well, I went to an art school that had a design so you know um Dumpy Johnson and Dundee and so I still have lots of friends who are like jewelers and you know they're mm. makers you know yeah um and I think that's that's kind of still in my understanding of what practice is as well yeah well it definitely yeah it comes across in your create like curation and I like that I really appreciate that I think my university was quite adverse to craft and purely because I don't like being told what to do I was like well I like craft (laughs) like what what's wrong with craft like not that my practice is particularly crafty but I just like it I think like I think because it's it can be like quite like feminine or like a female art thing or it can be quite like working class maybe like because it's just what's available and I'm like well I like all of those things so (laughs) I like to see them represented in a gallery more often I think that's becoming more prevalent now yeah because of curators like yourself so thank you (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's really nice to see what people have been doing over lockdown as well because a lot of the works were made uh, during lockdown and it was Mm -hmm. was really nice uh, having a little window when we're all in our internal worlds just getting to have a look at yeah. Other people have been doing they're not all sort of made in lockdown but that was one of the things that's quite exciting yeah there's quite a, like a domestic theme I thought as well going around not mm-hmm. not in all of them maybe just like 20 percent 
but there's a mm-hmm. lot of like sofas and like lying down and <laughs> and it's kind of like a half of it's the whole the classic like the you know, life drawing like reclining but then it's also very like yeah like trapped in the home potentially or like in the confines mm-hmm. of a domestic space but you know still absolutely beautiful and just interesting to see it mixed up with potentially work that like was made beforehand or that work that's not about you know like specifically not about being inside or being like domesticated Mm. so oh it's fab (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at it as we're speaking so I'm just like wow it's one of those shows you need to go to like four times oh yeah there's enough there like Mm -hmm. I mean um well, you're saying that I watched because uh, the videos weren't on when we were there, but then I watched a bunch of the videos uh, on my lunch today, and some of them were great because it's kind of that same sort of thing where a lot of these works like made during lockdown, and then with a lot, some of the videos, like some of them was like just in people's houses and stuff. Like it was a really cool one of um, someone just like have, having a dance with some headphones on mm. till I think it might have been a Florence and the Machine song. I can't remember. I don't remember if it said. Is it? Is it Kate Bush? It's Kate Bush, yeah. Um, yeah. That one. Yeah, that was that was just joyful. Oh yeah, just joy. It was like just a like a proper dance as well. Like they were knackered at the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, one of my fave videos from that was um by Will Stockwell. What was it called? Mm. I wrote this down. Uh, thirty works, thirty days, and it's exactly that. It was like a kind of artsy prompt thing to do, like something specific. Uh, based on a prompt every single day and it was like a mashup of like some of them I think it, I don't think it was all 30 things but there's lots of memes in yeah. those videos and I always appreciate a good meme and there was like some vine references in there and just made us think my, my daily kind of mantra of oh I miss vine um, <laughs> that is her daily mantra by the way if you hang out with Alice <laughs> for any amount of time <laughs> Every now and then I was going to like stare at the middle distance like, oh, remember Vine? Um, Literally, if you're at the pub and there's a lull in conversation, it'd be like, remember Vine though? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a nod to TikTok in that piece, which I like. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it was like, learn a new skill. And it was like, become an artist. How do you become an artist? Get influence, right? How do you get influence? Okay, TikTok. Let's do yeah. this. <laughs> it was like some TikTok dancers. But no, I think just the one I love is like, hi, I'm Will, I'm 24, never learned how to draw. And I just <laughs> love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. There's the one exhibiting in the Baltic. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's But I think we, we talk a lot about that in terms of like where the humour and the levity is as well within work. And I think um, that, you know, the art world can take itself very seriously. And there, yeah. there are also great ways of communicating uh, communicating very serious ideas through humor as well and um, mm-hmm. bringing levity to to that and I think yeah yeah people need a reminder that you can go into an art gallery and like point and laugh yes <laughs> yeah it doesn't have to be like oh hmm, and that's not that's you, not you know it's yeah it's not necessarily a negative reaction no. <laughs> you're not laughing at you're laughing with yeah totally <laughs> no I, I mean one of my favorite pieces of like audio visual it might not have even been audio it might have just been visual it was like a it was a um Beric film and media art festival and I can't remember which one it was oh it the was, forest one it was the one where it was like just loads of clips of films but only the bit where the car was airborne 
And it was <laughs> yeah. hilarious. It was so, I can't even remember what it was about. But I think about that all the time because that was so, like, I can't believe they did it. Like, that's like something you'd say you were going to do and your friends would laugh and then that would be the end of it. Yeah, more, I think people, we need more, like, funny art. I don't know mm-hmm. if like, that's this, the right phrase. Humorous, maybe, is a more sensitive term. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, funny art. I think that's so funny. funny art. Yeah, it's just what it is, isn't it? And that's what this podcast is about. We're saying it how it is. Funny <laughs> art. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, all right. We're like, I like that. Funny <laughs> art. <laughs> the Baltic said so. <laughs> yeah, don't smile. <laughs> <laughs> Voice of the Baltic. <laughs> Soul spokesperson. <laughs> Oh, but no, yeah, I don't know if it's funny art. It kind of is, uh, just because we spoke about it in the last episode we did. Erin uh, Dixon's mom is in this one because mm-hmm. uh, we had Erin as a guest on the last podcast, and she asked people to go see this exhibition and say hello to her mom. So Erin, we did it. Yeah, uh, she's there with a cup of tea, having a sit down. Yeah, it's amazing. So no evidence <laughs> of hanging out with your mom. Yeah. <laughs> see it on Instagram. gotta take art selfies like it's that's how it's like the trademark the hey art what's good moment it's like gotta take a selfie with the art instagrammable (laughs) baby (laughs) and mom's mom's a great one i think mom i think actually somebody i think one of the texts when we're installing said that's gonna be a selfie point and it was like yeah yeah Yeah, you're right it will be (laughs) get it It's one of the ones that is in the open out as well. So it would be popular ones. So bums out on the streets as well. Oh, well, I told Erin <laughs> last week that her art is very memeable. And like, I think that's, that's, well, that's the thing with all art is technically a meme. You know what I mean? Like it's an idea that's being translated and then like passed on. But some artwork is more meme than others. And her work is like pure meme and I absolutely love it. <laughs> so, so excited to see Erin like doing her thing. Well, something I wanted to ask about, and we had a little chat on the day we went along, Katie, was uh, the, it's, I was going to say the cool wall in the middle of the room, but you know, because <laughs> I mean, it's uh, for anyone who's been in the Baltic, it's when it's on like the ground floor behind the lifts, there's that big room. Uh, usually it's a big room with a little room next to it and it still is that there's also a big wall in the middle of the room which is made a partition there we go and I just thought it was really interesting so do you want to tell me about the wall please yes um so we needed more wall space to hang more work um and we have been um looking at our environmental policies and um basically how we how we become more sustainable as an organisation. So um, we've been having a lot of discussions about that and our production team are, in, are like incredibly talented and incredibly passionate about being more green. Um, I love it. Sustainable. You know, they are, they are the team that produce the work and so they can see the amount of materials. And, you know, we have such vast spaces as well. So, um, it you know, it's, it's the thing that is becoming core to everything we discuss and we produce is you know how sustainable it is and also I think if you don't have those discussions sometimes it undermines the work that you're that you're producing if you don't have Mm. discussions about 
actually what's its effect and impact on the world in which we live. So um, instead of uh, a kind of white cube um, plasterboard wall that was, you know, take a huge amount of materials that even though we try you know we do recycle as sustainably as we can and reuse what we can plasterboard is pretty you know it's not the friendliest material to reuse as well um so yeah we discussed kind of the most sustainable alternative that we could have um so it's um a, a ply that's the sustainable ply that we used and i really love the, the kind of honesty of it you can see the screws and where it's joined but also because our, our like freelance techs as well are incredibly you know a lot of them are artists themselves and incredibly talented that it's such a beautifully made wall and it's you know it's things like like I was going in and I was like god look at the cap on that end wall it's and we also um instead of using vinyl which we quite often use and there is a more sustainable vinyl that we do use throughout the building but um we wanted to test um, kind of uh, screen printing on um, uh, ply as well, so that the the reverse could be used, um, reused in different builds as well. So on the outside of the exhibition, which you guys don't see because the door was closed, <laughs> um, yes. but there you can see it in the virtual tour. Those are actually yeah, those are um, on ply, printed on ply as well, so that the material can be reused. And then we had um, one of our um, techs also hand-painted the, the open submission sign instead of... Um, oh, lovely. ...that we did from a, a kind of... Um, that was, you know, it's you know it's things like when you get into these conversations where, like, and, you know, when we were doing the stencil, I was like, well, the stencil had to be from recycled paper then, surely. You know, it's like, you, you know, yeah. everything, like, you have to go through every step to make sure that it is actually a sustainable alternative. No greenwashing here. No, you've got to stand by your principles. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think because we were closed to the lockdown as well, we had a bit longer to sort of test things out and have a think, which was, which was nice because we're quite often in delivering live for that. So we've had one exhibition and then we're working towards the next one. So, yeah, the, the time was actually good to have a think about these sort of things. Yeah, and it, yeah, and I, um, it's yeah, as you say, that kind of time to be able to evidence that the sustainable alternatives, I think, was yeah, really helpful. There's a um a piece in the show, kind of on the back wall, called "Head Slash Face Shroud" by Sarah Stamp, and that's kind of I always love just anything kind of in this context. What was that show? Um, the Huma Baba one? Mm-hmm. Is it? Still, I don't know if it's still there. Yes. Um, but how, like, kind of a lot of that was about, like, looking at things made, like, now as kind of, like, relics in the future sort of thing. And this is kind of like that. It's, like, this kind of head dress or face shroud kind of just, like, made out of, like, just, like, bits and bobs. Like, I, I'll say that in kind of, like, mid, like, just normal kind of materials, like, not specifically artsy ones. And it's got, like, a little, like plaque next to it kind of talking about like oh these materials are from like what was it i wrote this down like it's talking about how old they all are um materials from the artifact date from approximately 1500 years before they were bound together and it's kind of just talking about because i mean there would have been like all this kind of compressed bits of like plastics and stuff like that and i thought that was really really cool and it stands out just on the walls that lots of like uh photos and paintings around it and then there's just this cool big headdress on the wall and just a, a great mix 
Yeah, yeah. I think um, there's something about that panel as well, which I, yeah, which I actually, <laughs> I have to, we have to think about how we make it more accessible because there's something I wanted to make a commentary. I think on the inaccessibility of interpretation panels as well. So it's slightly mm. higher than it should be. The print's quite small, you know, that sort of thing. So it will be accessible. There will be, mm. people will be able to read it and um, have an accessible form of it. But there is something, yeah, I wanted to make a comment on that because I think in terms of museum artifacts and how things are presented and, you know, there's a, there's a kind of commentary on that as well within that work. Yeah, there's another work in the exhibition as well that, um, Ben Crozier's cathedral that's got a has made a plaque as well that sits behind it. So it's interesting that that came up a few times that the idea they wanted to make their own museum style plaque that doesn't necessarily reflect the, the actual truth of the work next to it. Yeah, there's just so much here, <laughs> so much. <laughs> you traveling to oh. the virtual tour? I am. Yeah, I've literally I've got it open here. Do you know what I keep thinking about, which I was really taken with, and I can't, I don't, I didn't look up the artist because I'm a bad woman, um, <laughs> but it is the, um, the, the, like, it's a printer, but like, oh, yeah. embellished, and I'm sure it's like a, a, like a printer that doesn't work anymore, mm-hmm. and it's like taking something that would be rubbish and kind of elevating it to like an art object instead where and it's like ultimate recycling <laughs> yes yeah, right. you're, you're testing my memory but is it timothy french it is timothy french yeah. <laughs> well done <laughs> <laughs> <He's on it. laughs> um yeah um you're right it is it's, yeah it's a commentary on the kind of reuse of materials and that kind of yeah it goes along that kind of a conversation I think had um a kind of uh yeah he was inspired by John McLean and um, I think that it's got sort of these tape patterns on it hasn't yes. it yes um, he thought he would use them to map out that it would have been taped up when it first arrived and then he's sort of doing the same as it's being reused again so yeah there's a lot of hope and I do believe Timothy French is an art teacher Ooh. as well and um yeah it was the yeah there, there was actually yeah sent a really lovely email that was about um having having the work in Baltic and that was one of those where it was you know like humbling to to know how much it meant to somebody that their work's in Baltic so yeah Oh, and now I just mentioned it. Yeah, I know. She loves it. I'm so so desperate for the artists to, yeah, to come and see their work in the space. I'm also terrified. (laughs) It's a huge responsibility. And there's so many works. And, yeah, it's it's been really nice, like, even like you know when when you came on um to see the exhibition I was uh, yeah it was really just really nerve wracking <laughs> I hope you hope we've done justice to all this work because it was it was quite the jigsaw puzzle wasn't it Emily <laughs> yeah um, I can't even imagine how really you racing, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah there was lots of yeah I mean I'm quite a decisive person so. I would be like, right, we're doing this. Yeah. Well, also, because you can move things if you need to. But, um, mm. yeah, we've got, like, I also, 
I'm very much somebody to you know to ask other people's opinions as well. So I feel like I'm. That, does that look okay? Is that is that okay? <laughs> yeah. Very important, yeah. especially yeah. in creative practice. Like, what am I doing again? Like, yeah. what, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Let me just check in. Yeah. yeah. Like, am I crazy or? Yeah. Does this work? Or is this like? Because there's thousands of different ways you could have put all exactly the same works in the same space, and it would just be quite different. So, yeah, I'm glad that you were quite just nice of Kate. Wouldn't that have been a fun project, though? I mean, that's the thing is, there's so much that you could do with um, the open submission that we weren't able to do. Mm. No, I'm like, oh god, wouldn't it be great? We could have had. <laughs> I mean, this is the kind of thing we've got no capacity for. But wouldn't it have been great that you know you could have changed the exhibition around, you know, mm. and and had it, yeah, a new layout every day, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's slightly ambitious. I'm thinking, you know, like once a month. <laughs> it's like if you had like endless money and endless manpower and endless time, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> it to defy gravity. It would be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just bend time and space. And yeah. To be Matilda. That's maybe what I wanted to do. <laughs> oh, the dream. <laughs> Something I was quite curious about was um, how you had, like, it was a panel to kind of come together. Uh, it was, uh, I can't remember all the names. I remember Lady Kit, because I've met Kit. Um, yeah. But how was that, working with um, a bunch of different people to kind of whittle down all the submissions from the section process? And, like, especially, I say especially, I don't know how it would be done normally. So, one, how was it? <laughs> Two, was it different to, like, pre-COVID times where you might meet in person and, like, look at art and stuff? Yeah, I think, um, well, it was a total joy, to be honest. It was absolutely joyful. Like, they are incredibly generous, insightful artists. And um, it it was, we actually, I think, like, we did it over, was it just over a week we did it? Or was it over two weeks? I can't remember. But oh, wow. it, I felt really sad when I knew it was our last one. Because it was oh. like, I look forward to being together and what we we all had different things that we brought to you know to our interpretations of the work to our understanding of the work um yeah and I think you know it would have been amazing to have been able to be in the same space um like the same physical space to be able to discuss the work that that would have brought even more joy I'm sure but um Mm -hmm. yeah I don't think I could have asked for a, like a nicer experience. It was just a total joy. A total joy. Oh, I love to hear that. Yeah, very fun. I was wondering, because there's so many pieces, when you were choosing, were you kind of thinking about, you know, if you had any definite yeses? Were you, when you were going through the other work, were you thinking like, oh, and that kind of speaks to that and these would contrast each other or like or were you just looking at each of the artworks kind of more individually yeah no we were definitely conscious of what what we had selected and what what might be missing and Mm. you know thematics that had come up that you know we hadn't necessarily included a work for to make sure we had included a work um 
yeah so there was yeah there was definite consideration of the kind of overview of what we'd selected but even then you know 158 works and you are it's yeah you like I mean it was incredible when we when we were unpacking it was like Christmas like we all got a bit excited because you know we've all been in you know we were in local restrictions we're in the national lockdown actually when we installed um and um it was it was like Christmas we were like oh an opening you know and everyone's getting really excited and like oh we've got an office you know um there was a lot of that which was really which was really lovely as well but yeah as a as a panel we definitely discussed yeah the kind of overall how how works related to each other and and you know and that was also to do with you know having to having to categorize work which in itself was difficult as well because when because we had tried to make the application process as straightforward as possible it also meant that we didn't necessarily have a full understanding of what the materiality of the work was as well so that was kind yeah. of you know we were all like leaning into the to the zoom camera to try and you know, have closer, <laughs> yeah. closer looks and try and work out what what something was made of or yeah and I do like that the the just pure variety of like textures and colors and forms and just there's a bit of everything so you did well <laughs> to like because I like that I like a bit of like meat in my exhibitions <laughs> yeah I mean they've got um incredible practices as well that they bring their knowledge of making as well um and yeah and their interests and it's been really lovely so we've we've been able to commission all three artists to make an artist edition and we're working with um the nhs to basically to have a kind of um a a limited number but i think we've got 300 to give away to nhs workers that they can collect from baltic um when they visit um when we in june um, so Padma, Kit and Richard have all made uh, three artist editions. Um, well, have all made one artist edition. edition. And then yeah. as a thank you to all the artists, because we will have, because the exhibition like, will close in September, we'll have had their work for a year, pretty much. Oh. So a, yeah, so as a thank you, we're giving them all an artist edition as well, which is really nice from the panel. Oh, that's going to be lovely. Yeah, because I feel like this is gonna go down in history, you know. Oh, that's <laughs> hopefully it does. It goes down in history, but also is the start of the new beginnings of Baltic Open. That would be great. That I think like this, yeah, this could be like the, a new era of like a new relationship between the Baltic and the people of the Northeast, doesn't you know? Because I think because of there's so much international work people especially people who maybe aren't like is comfortable in art spaces might think that the Baltic isn't for them or it's they don't really get why the Baltic's here why it's showing the work it's showing in the northeast but I think this really reminds everyone just like actually this is our art gallery mm-hmm. and it and it and it's for us and it's by us and it's and this is what we're about so may long may it last I'm just very smiley through that. Thank you. Yay! <laughs> That's what we're all about here on Hey Art What's Good. <laughs>
<laughs> want to bring you art with a smile. <laughs> <laughs> well, now as I mean, we can we've all announced that art is meant that art from now on. We're looking for the funny art. Yeah. yeah. So, I only want to laugh in a gallery now. Yeah. I'll accept nothing else. <laughs> well, one of my favorite phrases is from Alice, and it's if if you're not laughing, you're learning. And it's like these are the two experiences the gallery brings. I, I like that's what I want. <laughs> I like it a lot. Yeah, I've definitely didn't come up with that, but no, but I your, think your sister says it. <laughs> you, it's I associate it with the Smiths. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> You're like, you have very wise sayings. Sure. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> and silly, but that's probably why they speak to me. <laughs> that's probably it. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I mean, we could literally talk about this for several, several more hours. Yeah. Um, but I think we could wrap, we could could wrap it up a little bit why don't we wrap it up with uh some an honorable mention from everyone oh yeah because uh, we've, we've talked about a couple little like individual pieces so um i don't know i'd like to hear one of uh, one of someone else's standout pieces that we might not have talked about yet uh emily what about yours because <laughs> i i was um gonna say my Wallace's piece but you've already mentioned it with a um, oh no please. she's dancing in a room to Kate Bush um yeah I really I really liked seeing that one um because it, it just reminded me of being not in my room as well and being mm-hmm. excited to be in public spaces and dancing and the difference between sort of your internal perception of those kind of exciting moments and then how they might look from the outside I think it's it's very personal, isn't it? Watching someone dance in the room, so yeah, like that one. It's very joyful. It was very intimate. Like, I mean, yeah. just being let into that. Like when it was like watching someone dance when no one was watching. Yeah, and I mean the bedroom. I'm obsessed with bedrooms. I think they say so much about people. So yeah, good choice. Yeah, that was a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm really, uh, I was talking to Emily about this earlier, it's like I don't do favourites and I find it really difficult in life, like I don't have a favourite colour, I don't have a favourite song, I don't have a favourite, yeah, I just, because I always, it, <laughs> I've got this thing where I feel like the other things I feel left out. If Aww, like, no. yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you don't want to yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, God, it's so difficult so difficult that there's there's one work that you know when you just connect with a work and you can't you can't quite tangibly mm-hmm. like I can't put into words why I connect with it and I think that's quite diff- you know it's kind of difficult but um Vanessa Zappi has uh, a work um yeah that I think is just beautiful and I and I say it just it just speaks to me and um there's a lot about identity, um, but the rights of LGBTQ um, people, and um, I think that's yeah, it just speaks to me, and it's it's quite it's one of those works that I think holds a lot, but actually is is in size quite small, but um, yeah, so that's that's an honourable mention. But I love all of them. (laughs) (laughs) And they all know that. Don't worry. (laughs) 
Oh, well, uh, one that I keep on coming back to on this virtual tour that I've got open is um, Noose by Maisie Goodfellow. It's like a, is diorama the right word? It's like made out of like a cardboard yeah. box. Uh, it's like a painted cardboard box, like a living room with like a kind of person's like little head sticking out the floor with their hands and stuff. It's just great. Like it looks like, and again, I'm, mean this in a great way because it makes us think of a show I watched when I was younger but it's less creepy than that does anyone remember the show Angela Anaconda yeah. by any chance it was on like Boomerang I think it was like an early noughties oh, I, I think, think it I was, was too cartoon... old ah, I think it was Cartoon <laughs> Network I might have... or Nickelodeon either way it was like kind of like call... it was like photos in a background and uh, as the background and all the characters were like black and white photographs kind of and then they were like animated to move it was really creepy and weird now that i say it but (laughs) this isn't creepy and weird it's really interesting but for some reason it makes me think of that also it's not black and white it's painted some nice colors but i just really like it it's just a great little i i get where you're coming from too yeah (laughs) after we're finished talking i'll show you Angela Anaconda. <laughs> yeah, it does have a kind of that surreal element to it because yeah. it's like a, the whole thing within this little miniature world is like a little, well, not a little person. It's almost like a near life-sized person cut out, like coming out, almost like yeah. It reminds me, it when I look at it, it's like someone peeking out behind a sofa or something. Mm-hmm. That's like what it conjures to me. So I. Yeah, I totally get it. <laughs> Perfect. I'll take it. I love the direction you took that in, Alice. Yeah. <laughs> so niche. Well done. Oh, what about you, Rosie? What about any honourable mentions? I'm going to talk about one of the films, I think, which is unlike me because, I don't know, I feel like that's one of the things since a lot of like my most recent art experiences have been online like Hmm. doing online exhibitions and things I've got a real fondness for like video pieces now Mm -hmm. and there was one piece called Numb and I can't remember who it was by because I'm a bad lady (laughs) and I'll put it in it'll be linked We, we always link um but it is a strange piece but I can't stop thinking about it I think it's the sounds so it's beige and I I I hate beige but it's like the aesthetics of it are amazing somehow so it's like a slice of bread cut in half and then on one side there's just hands so there's a what looks like a male hand holding a cigarette and then if what looks like a female hand in a dressing gown holding a slice of bread like up to the sky and then what looks like condensed milk starts falling on it and it's just this it's really silent and it's just lovely I don't know if it's like I experience ASMR so I wondered if it was like triggering some ASMR sort of stuff because it's really quiet and then when he like flicks the cigarette Mm -hmm. it makes the best sound ever but also like the visuals of this like gloop falling off this loaf of bread. It's just so weird, but I really liked it. Collins, <laughs> yeah. It's nice. It's, it's quite, it's very tense, isn't it? The relationship between the, yeah. the sides of the, the film. Yeah. And like almost hypnotic. Like it's, 
yeah, performance um, background, I think, if I can remember oh, right. Um, yeah. We weren't able to accept performance, unfortunately, because it's sort of a physical exhibition. So it's nice to get that in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a be- yeah, it is beautifully shot. Yeah. Yeah. Work. Yeah. It's very seductive. Yes, mm. that's the correct word. And I just, it's one of those where, like you said, sometimes you're just drawn to some artwork and you're not really sure why. I just, I just can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> uh, it would make a very good gif because the condensed milk just never seems to end. Yeah. For, like most of it, I'm like, damn, it's a lot of milk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if this podcast has done nothing else, it's to very briefly kind of explain just the sheer range of stuff that you can see in this show there's literally something for everyone we like to say that about like shows because there is always something for everyone but I think in this case this year volume speaks to that variety mm. <laughs> and as I said I feel like it's really accessible if you have a friend or a family member who isn't as arty or doesn't class themselves as the sort of person that might want to go to an art gallery this is the sort of show you can take them to and prove them wrong basically (laughs) and say like this is what people like you where you live this is what they're doing what they're making and it's about like because it's yeah it's about it's about us. I, it's like that's a weird thing to say, but like mm. as people in the Northeast, this is a show about being an artist in the Northeast. So like it's it's always going to be a little bit reflective of like what's going on around here, and we should like I think yeah we should all feel a little bit of ownership over it, and because I do I feel so proud of it. I just feel like I'm so proud of all the artists, and I'm proud of Baltic for like giving people this opportunity and. You make me cry. Stop <laughs> it! No, that's not what this is about. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I better stop talking because Kate, you'll cry. <laughs> happy tears. But, yeah. yeah, I suppose. I mean, maybe maybe I shouldn't say this in the podcast. We can decide whether we keep this in or not. But um, I'm uh, I'm I'm leaving Baltic. So this is one of my last major projects. So um, it's it's been beautiful to have this conversation about it because, um, yeah, it feels like an incredible, uh, yeah, project to have done in these circumstances as well. But yeah, to hear Mm, you talk about it in that way is really amazing. And I'm really thankful for that. Well, it's a good legacy to leave. (laughs) Oh, on that lovely, positive, delightful note, we can wrap it up there. Yeah. That was amazing. Um, The Baltic opens again, I want to say the 19th. You are correct. Yes, I do listen. Wonderful. So you can go see this from the 19th. So uh, this episode is going to come out on the 15th. So you'll have four days if you listen to this the day it comes out. And if you do, thank you so much uh, (laughs) to get excited to go check this out. And then do you say it's until September? So you'll have tons of time to go see it as well. Yeah, until the fifth of the fifth of September. Amazing! Oh, so much time! Wonderful. As good because, as we said, you're gonna have to go see it a few times to really absorb oh, yeah. all the artwork. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, a way we like to end 
episodes is to either like talk about something good or cool or something that you're looking forward to. You can say you're looking forward to go seeing this in person. Uh, but since I believe everyone's already seen it, I'm going to say it's a cop out. <laughs> <laughs> so Rosie, what are you looking forward to, my dude? Well, it's actually something we mentioned in the last episode. I'm looking forward to applying to Michaela's from Pink Collar Gallery's open call. She's looking for feminist artists to submit to this. um, It's a really cool open call about femicide and like women in society and how we value them, the way the media talks about us, all like the juicy stuff about sexism. Um, but it's like in partnership with like uh, another collective in Mexico and there's going to be like public artworks and I wasn't going to apply but then after some consideration because I'm not I felt like oh, I'm not a, a feminist artist but then I was like hang on I'm an artist and a feminist so I basically am a feminist artist <laughs> like because it's just by like the very nature, like what I I'm putting that into what I make. So I'm like, why should I like set myself these barriers? I'm going to apply. So I've been, I've been thinking about femicide a lot and making art about it. And I hope that I'll have some form of application in the next few weeks, (laughs) but I'm really looking forward to it. I haven't applied to any art stuff for yonks. So it's kind of, it's time, you know? Yeah. What about That's very cool? Ooh. Oh, thank you. What about you guys? Go on, Emily. I have been for work, I've been ordering um queer feminist scenes for one of the exhibitions. <gasps> and it's it's been a very fun job for me. I feel <laughs> like I was goofing off looking at all these scenes online. It's very exciting. <laughs> um, and I'm really excited to <laughs> go in and uh, get to look at them. I feel like I've yeah, that's awesome. My brain's been starved of new new things to hold. So much so, I'm looking forward to uh, reading those scenes that I didn't. Oh, sick! That's lush. What a perfect job. Because you're right. <laughs> the thing about zines is like you have to hold them. Like they're like mm-hmm. zines are so physical. So yeah, I'm I'm on board with that. Nice one. Um. And I'm, I mean, mine isn't a cop out, but it is still to do with the <laughs> <laughs> We'll be the judge of that. <laughs> it's, um, I'm really looking forward to artists coming in to see their work on the walls. I mean, and in the space, I'm just really excited about that because we also, with our um, front of house, we have this, our crew, our gallery assistants we have this um um kind of feedback where they can tell us like about the conversations they've had and um yeah and I'm just really looking forward to hearing yeah what the conversations with the artists have come in you know with friends and families and what they've discussed and like new insights into the work that's Mm -hmm. I know that's what will happen it'll be like I'll be like oh I thought it was that oh right okay it's about you know and the whole new spins on work and context that I I wasn't aware of so I'm really excited and encouraging artists to talk to well everyone to talk to our gallery assistants because um you know they're super insightful and they're always the ones who get to know the work the most as well which is yeah 
yeah. also knowledgeable like oh wow yeah. <laughs> yeah and always down for a chat yeah yeah definitely. lovely yeah and that's I mean like this is what we're all about it's the conversations that can be like art can spark and that's yeah that's where like the gems lie <laughs> that's mm-hmm. like what makes it juicy <laughs> Because we've described a few things as juicy so far in this episode, yeah. and I quite like that. It's, <laughs> juicy it's a really juicy episode, like really ju- <laughs> like, it's a juicy episode. It's a juicy exhibition. <laughs> I don't want to say. I live in podcast world now, so everything's That's an true. episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, my thing that I'm looking forward to is not art related. Um, uh, uh, I know. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll show myself out, but before I do, um, earlier this year, me and my sister uh, uh, started some online Russian classes, and then it ended, and now they're going to start again next month. So I get to learn some more Russian. Nice. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Cool language as well. It's pretty cool. I mean, Rosie, were listening. Uh, Rosie came to the the back garden garden yard i've got a concrete yard rosie came to the backyard a, f- a couple of weeks ago uh we had some drinks and listened to some russian bops and nice. i thought it was a good time it was a good time <laughs> oh lovely so if you want to find out more about the exhibition everyone knows where baltic is online it's at baltic mill on everything right i say that do i know Baltic dot art these days oh there Ooh. we go very nice um and if you want to see some photos that we took at the exhibition kind of follow along to with the pieces we specifically talked about you can f- find us online at hey out what's good on instagram and twitter and hey out what's good.com uh thank you emily and katie for coming to have a chat with us. this was mint yeah really good fun thank you yeah, it's been great. thank you hey, thanks everyone for listening yeah until next time see Bye. you later